Welcome to the podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Krista. And you're listening to Practical Prepping Quick Tips. Are you ready for the next natural disaster or one of the little emergencies that life throws your way? Practical Prepping for Everyday People. This book is available from our website, on Amazon, or wherever books are sold. I read and participate in a lot of forums and groups, and some of those groups are prepping forums and prepping groups. And I see a number of statements in there sometimes that let me know that these folks haven't totally thought through or they have a misconception of what SHTF actually is. And I see statements like, telephones won't work in SHTF. Radios won't work after SHTF. And I was reading in one forum, and this guy was talking about he doesn't have any type of communications in his bag, in his get-home bag. And I mentioned to him that maybe an AM-FM radio to gather information would be advantageous to him if he had to bug out. Now, there was somebody else that asked a question. What would be so bad as to need to bug out but not keep the broadcasters from going to work? And I knew then that he had thought all the way to the worst-case scenario. And I said, how about a train derailment? You know, they evacuated a couple of miles away from that recent train derailment with the hazmat. How about a hurricane? How about a tornado? How about a wildfire or a volcanic eruption? There's a tendency to jump to the worst-case scenarios or to jump to a total grid-down, life-isn't-coming-back situation when we talk about or hear about or read about SHTF. Now, there are many scenarios that could be classified as SHTF, but it doesn't take the whole grid down or permanently alter life previously mentioned, the hazmat accidents, the derailments, the hurricanes, the tornadoes. How about the current snow situation in California? How about the great freeze in Texas of a couple of years ago? How about the major floods that we've experienced around the country? How about a job loss? That can be SHTF. That can be when the stuff hit the fan. You're only a couple of payments away from being thrown out of the house and you lose your job. That's SHTF. How about an injury or an illness that goes for an extended period of time? Point is, don't be too quick to jump to the worst case scenario. Now, I recently went through a lot of medical testing for a combination of symptoms that together could be indicators of some pretty nasty possibilities. And over a period of time here now, I've had several MRIs, blood work, EEG, nerve conduction study, and I forgot my own advice about not jumping to worst-case scenarios. For weeks, my mind imagined the worst. I couldn't see being able to do a lot of the things I planned to do. I could imagine a totally altered life. And at the end, after the testing... It came down to, get this, a vitamin deficiency, and I just need to add an OTC over-the-counter vitamin supplement. That's simple. That's easy. That's easy to do. And it was creating all of these things, and I had needless anxiety and concern because I jumped to the worst-case scenario. Now, I'm not the only one. 
Some of you have done and do the same thing. It might be about health. It might be about finances. It might be about current events. So my tip today is this. Don't be so quick to jump to worst-case scenarios. You'll save yourselves a lot of anxiety and worry. It might just turn out to be something simple, like a vitamin supplement. Stuff happens. Stay prepared. And we'll see you next time.